I'm Darian St. Martin, and I'm your host at World Speaks English podcast, where we discuss all things English, and in particular, the most effective IELTS tips provided by me, an experienced IELTS trainer, and the testtaker.com website, where you can find more materials for each of our audio lessons. You're listening to a series of podcasts about IELTS speaking. Today's topic is hometown, and we will be reviewing sample answers to typical questions you might get at your test, as well as some key vocabulary you must know for the topic. So let's begin with the first part of IELTS speaking section. The examiner will now ask you some relatively easy questions. The first one might be, describe your hometown. You might answer, my hometown is a small city. It is both traditional and modern because of having several festivals that are being celebrated by the locals. And at the same time, it is starting to be developed with increasing number of infrastructures and establishments. The following question might be, where is your hometown located? And you might answer, my hometown, Sorgoson City, is located in the southernmost tip of the Bicol Peninsula at the Luzon Island. Bicol is one of the regions in the Philippines, and Luzon is the biggest island in the country. The examiner might ask you, is it easy to travel around your hometown? You might answer, yes, it is. It is a small city, but there different kinds of transportations are available. And when the examiner asks you what it is known for, you might answer that your hometown is known for pilinuts which are said to grow in volcanic soil. Your examiner might also ask you, what do people in your town do? And you might answer, agriculture and fishing are common in my hometown. Also, with the presence of modernization, there are now many office jobs available. Remember, it is vital to paraphrase in IELTS speaking, so do not only use my hometown or my town in your speaking. You can also say at my place or even in my region as long as you are speaking about a place where you were born or you were raised. Now let's proceed to the part two of your IELTS speaking. In this section you will be given a cue card with some questions and one minute to prepare your answer. Now let's imagine that you were given a cue card with the question of how to describe your hometown, with the questions asking what is special about it, and with the question asking you to compare it to other cities in the world. Your answer might be something like this. My hometown is called Sorgoson. I was born and raised in there, and I can say it is my favorite place. It is located in the southernmost tip of the largest island in my country. It is not a very big province. It is both traditional and modern. It is traditional because it has many festivals that are celebrated by the locals, yet modern as it is starting to be developed just like other provinces having more and more infrastructures and establishments. 
Sorgesan is a province that is about 12-hour bus ride from the capital city of the Philippines, but the main roads are part of the national highway, so they are wide and huge. It is an important place, because it is a passage for buses and cars that would cross from other provinces and regions in the north of the country to other islands going to the south of the country. Sorgesan is also special, as it has many tourist attractions. For example, it has an active volcano and a lake with a very beautiful scenery. Among all the places I have been to, I think Sorgesan is one of the best. It has beautiful places to visit. It is not crowded, not polluted. There are beautiful and clean beaches. It has many islands that are not yet developed and are very peaceful and relaxing to stay in. In Sorgesan, natural cold and hot springs are also popular. Many people visit this place to experience these bodies of water. This was a model answer that you might use in your part 2 of IELTS speaking test. Remember, you are supposed to talk not less than one minute. But there is a chance that your examiner will stop you once you have clearly finished explaining your thought. Now let's move on to the part three. And here there will be some follow-up questions offered. The first one may be, in what ways can you improve your hometown? You might answer, One problem in my hometown is the accessibility of some places due to lack of public transportation systems. Although there are different means of public transportation, there are still some places that are difficult to visit. For example, buses' earliest trips start at 5 a.m. and latest would be around 5.30 p.m. Therefore, during the night it gets difficult to go to different places. Your examiner might also ask you, so what is the main reason for liking a hometown other than the fact you were born there? And you may say, I think an individual would like his or her hometown aside from being born there, because it is the place we consider home. We are used to this place, so we become comfortable in it. Also, we are able to build good or bad memories in here, meet friends and other people who have become part of our lives as we grow up. Also, it is the place where we are molded as an individual. And the last question your examiner might ask you is, most people in this world do not live in their hometowns. Why? You might answer something like that. Well, I guess some people feel that there could be more opportunities outside of their hometowns. Some people think that being in a very comfortable place, like our hometown with our relatives and friends, can be distracting in pursuing our goals. Also, others want to explore other places and experience different culture. So the key to success in your IELTS speaking is being consistent and paraphrasing a lot. You also must use a large variety of grammar structures in order to show your examiner how well you are in understanding English. Now let's discuss some key vocabulary you might use for this topic. The first is famous, which is also a synonym of well-known. For example, you might say something like, in the 12 days 
they were in Nevada, they paid visits to some of the most famous landmarks in America, or some of the most well-known landmarks in America. These are two words that are very, very frequent when talking about hometown or different locations. Same as the word situated. For example, Windsor is situated 20 miles due west of London in the Thames Valley. The next ones are shopping mall, which is a noun, and it means a shopping center, which you can basically use when you're talking about your hometown. If you're keen of shopping, you might mention some prominent shopping malls that you like to visit from time to time. Next, poor area. Poor area is a region or part of the world or country or town lacking money. So some cities have rich and poor areas. For example, in Brazil, there are favelas where very poor people live. And sometimes when we describe regions, we might also talk about economical implications. And this is when we might use poor or rich area. Another piece of vocabulary you might use in order to talk about areas is an ethnic neighborhood. And this is a district forming a community with a common national or cultural tradition within a town or city. For example, the multitudes of ethnic neighborhoods in Melbourne are found mainly out of the suburbs. Following that noun, we also have a district, which is an area or quarter within a city or town, a locality within a country. And following the example with Melbourne, it had three identifiable districts, upper middle class, middle class and working class. Continuing with different nouns, we can also mention the noun like infrastructure, which is the basic physical and organizational structures and facilities, like buildings, roads, power supplies, needed for the operation of a society or enterprise. Same as, as establishment, a business organization, public institution or a household. These are two words that you might use a lot when talking about the area you were born in. Same is with transportation, which is a system or means of taking people or goods from one place to another, and agriculture, the science or practice of farming. They are also two nouns which are very, very common when talking about regions. Now, when we are talking about cities, we might also mention the pace, the relative speed of progress or change. For example, we will remind students to raise their hands if the lecture pace is too fast, right? We are using pace here as a relative speed of the lecture. But the pace can also be used to describe the pace of life in a city, especially when it is a large and vibrant city like the New York City, for instance. But in such places, there are also poverty present. Poverty is the state of being extremely poor. And, for example, we can say the question like that. Absolute poverty in the globalizing developing countries fell sharply in the last 20 years. Now, let's remember the word establishment. And there is another one which is amenities, and they are organizations, businesses, or buildings providing a service in particular location. 
For example, the village offers an excellent range of amenities, including grocery and food stores, post office, public house, primary school, and churches of various denominations. Remember, there are such words as outskirts or suburbs. They are outer areas of a town or city. Remember, when talking about a city, we can also use the word congestion, which is another word for the traffic, for example. The new bridge should ease congestion in the area, meaning that the new bridge will make room for cars to go freely and deplete the traffic jams that are maybe present right now. There is another word, shortage, that can be used to describe an inefficiency of something needed or wanted. One of our biggest problems locally is the shortage of housing, particularly for young adults, is one of the examples of forming a sentence with this word. Now, when describing a city, we might use the word vibrant, or maybe the word bustling, which means full of activity and people. For example, Laos is a beautiful, unspoiled Georgian town with a bustling market. Moving on from cities, there are also villages. And describing the village, we can use the adjective provincial, meaning relating to or involving a province. But province sometimes can be dull or boring. Also, in provinces you might find local delicacies. This is something that is good to eat belonging or relating to a particular area or neighborhood. For example, the French were the first to consider geese a culinary delicacy. For now, the villages are growing rapidly, increasing in sizes quickly, showing different kinds of culture, art, music, literature, and related intellectual activities considered collectively. And when a village becomes a city, there is a downtown formed. A downtown relates to a business or commercial center of a town or a city. For example, the heart of Sydney is a downtown. Again, when we get back to talking about cities, we might mention intersections. Intersections are road junctions. For example, when describing a location, you might say the university's main entrance and reception is at the intersection of Borough Road and Albert Road. So this process of a province developing into a city is a dramatic change. This again is a very nice collocation when talking about different changes happening in society. So, a dramatic change is a sudden or striking difference, modification or an alteration. You can say, this dramatic change was caused both by the presence of the pairing family and by the introduction of herding and agriculture. That's it! To get more materials about this topic, like collocations, word formation and useful resources, go to thetesttaker.com. You're also very welcome to visit my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash where you can get a ton of free books, practice PDFs and tips for IELTS. 
see you in the next episode of World Speaks English podcast. Bye.